from the team at CTS, this is the Time Crunch Cyclist Podcast, our show dedicated to answering your training questions and providing actionable advice to help you improve your performance, even if you're strapped for time. I'm your host, Coach Adam Pulford, and I'm one of the over 50 professional coaches who make up the team at CTS. In each episode, I draw on our team's collective knowledge, other coaches, and experts in the field to provide you with the practical ways to get the most out of your training and ultimately become the best cyclist that you can be. Now, on to our show. Welcome back or welcome to the Time Crunch Cyclist Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Adam Pulford. We have some great audience questions pouring in from everyone listening here. So truly, I want to thank you all for all the questions, for tuning into the show, and for rating and reviewing us. Those reviews are ticking up a bit each week, and that's the best way for other endurance athletes to find our show. For those first-timers joining us today, our goal here on the podcast is to take some complex training topics and questions and deliver it to you in a short, concise manner each week so that you can apply it to your training right away. Anyone can submit a training question online, and you can do that on our website over at trainright.com backslash podcast. Click on the button there that says, ask a training question, and those get sent directly to me, and I answer them here on the show like I'm about to do right now. So uh, here is the question for today. <laughs> uh, Adam, big fan of the show. Awesome. Thank you. This is coming from Ben. Um, actually, Ben in Maryland. So he says, uh, this is my question. Um, it has a little background here. So I'm a 47-year-old master's cyclist scheduled to attend an intensive three-week executive program in late May. I suspect my time available to train will be extremely limited. If I'm able to squeeze in two to four hours per week, likely limited amounts of training times per day, uh, what is my best what is the best way to maintain relatively high level of fitness? So some context, uh, 47-year-old male cyclist, raced when younger, it took an extended break completely off the bike while growing a company and family, sold the company, retired, and now I've been riding 15 to 20 hours per week ever since. While I'm nowhere near as strong as I used to be, my weight, which has peaked at 230 during my time off the bike and has come down to 180. Congratulations on that, Ben, by the way. Uh, that's, that's some really good weight loss. My power is finally starting to come back a bit. When I quit riding, my FTP was somewhere around 4.8 watts per kilo, and today it's around 3.85 watts per kilo. Getting back in shape in the late 40s has been challenging, so I'm desperate to avoid taking a huge step back during my business school adventure. Would love to hear your thoughts and your advice. Thanks again. Love the show, Ben. All right, Ben. So my short answer on that is frequency of exercise or short rides many of the days while you're there, that, that will maintain whatever fitness you have going into the event. So just on a very like high level, uh, conceptual, just think about banging out, uh, quick one hour rides, maybe three, four days a week. If you have four hours at most each week, um, take a couple rest days and then repeat that. That's, that's really the, the best advice I can give you because frequency of exercise helps to maintain 
Um, it's not going to build like you have been doing at home. And so let's get into maybe like why that is. Okay. So to build back to a higher power to weight ratio and overall fitness, that definitely takes time. And it sounds like you're on that journey right now, Ben. And I work with many professional people, those in tech, those running corporations and and people who may have to go live in person, kind of like you're going to be doing here uh, for a week or more uh, before they come back to some work from home situations. The key is to maximize the training time when you're home, right? And build that aerobic engine, build your FTP and get creative with some of those long ride days while you're home. Right. Um, but then when you're away, what you want to do is maintain good habits, maintain good sleep habits, maintain good training habits. And that is what's going to help link that time while you're away back to your training at home. And so, you know, you're on this journey. I know it's taking longer than you want it to be, but stay the course, be patient because it it will pay off for sure. I mean, you've already dropped significant amount of weight, which is super awesome to see. Um, and the power to weight ratio that'll come back up to you. Okay. And, but it, it, it definitely takes time. Uh, the older we get to like, it, it takes time to, um, adapt to that training. So you're, you're definitely on a good road. Stay the course. Now, the reason I suggest frequency and what I'm also going to suggest is an intensity of actually only zone two or zone three. Okay. So endurance and tempo are really good intensities for this time away. Um, when you're just, you're short on time, you want to maintain. And the reason why those are good intensities to target is that it hits your aerobic system. It hits like low threshold, but or high aerobic and you'll get sweaty. You know, you'll, you'll get a good workout in, you know, you'll have some of those good sensations and those endorphins going on when you, when you hit your workout, but it's not going to wreck you. You know, it's not going to cause too much fatigue, you know, especially if you have long conference days or you need to be sharp while giving a presentation or something like that. So, you know, a good tried and true workout is uh, a three by 10 at tempo. And that's a perceived effort of six or seven out of 10. Okay. It's somewhere between 80 and 90% FTP power. Um, guessing that you probably won't have a power meter while you're there, but the perceived effort is really what to focus on. You can shorten the, the recovery time here, you know, cause yeah, it sounds like you have a decent level of fitness, um, already. So play around with shorter recovery periods, um, three to four minutes, maybe even two to three minutes, just enough to kind of clear the legs out and then carry on because again, you're short on time. So just try to get it in, um, as best you can. Now, another kind of simple workout for this, and this is actually what I like doing, um, when I have these blocks of, I I just have 60 minutes and (laughs) I need to get it in warm up, go up to tempo that perceived effort of six or seven and just, you know, like go steady, maybe give a couple of surges once in a while, but you're not even taking a recovery period. You're just, you know, warming up for 10, 15 minutes and then going for, 30, 40 minutes, and then cooling down for five minutes. What I find is that that helps to work on extensive aerobic 
power production or extensive aerobic pacing, which is something that we normally don't get, um, unless we're riding inside or we're being really intentional about, uh, not taking recovery periods or just, just kind of like going long. So it really builds that kind of like sticky tempo ability which will pertain or kind of dovetail into um, increasing your TTE or time to exhaustion, which I talk about on the show in previous episodes. So, uh, yeah, that's my best advice there, Ben, is when you're super short on time like that, uh, you know, target zone two, zone three, minimize recovery periods as best you can. And, um, you know, look to do that two or three days in a row, because, because like I said before, you want to, choose these intensities that aren't going to leave you overly fatigued so that you can keep on doing training or doing sessions kind of every day to help with, uh, maintaining fitness and also just <laughs> maintaining some sanity, right? Cause exercise does definitely help with that. So in, in summary, you know, loss of fitness due to work, family life, that, that's, that's a common story in an athlete's journey. And we all just have to accept it because, you know, underneath all that is, you know, all, all that, uh, years of building, you know, a business and building a family and stuff like that underneath all that, there's still an athlete, right? Everybody's an athlete. And so be patient as you're building that athlete back. Okay. Base build time period. Um, it takes the longest, but if you do it right, it'll be with you forever right? But do a good job with that. Establish good habits and in good fitness, uh, just like it sounds like you're doing, Ben. Um, and then from there, as we get these uh, goofy little streaks where you got to be away from training and bike and, and kind of the higher volume time periods, I typically find that, you know, just keep the frequency, keep good habits there. And zone two to three intensities are a great way to do that without adding too much fatigue. And you can kind of keep on going back at it every day to uh, really maintain uh, the gains that you've made thus far. So again, Ben, thanks for tuning into the show, being a fan of the Time Crunched Cyclist podcast. Uh, we'll get into some deeper dives here uh, coming in, in the weeks ahead. So stay tuned for that. Um, but for now, keep on submitting questions because that's good fodder for future podcasts too. Thanks for joining us on the Time Crunch Cyclist podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you want even more actionable training advice, head over to trainright.com backslash newsletter and subscribe to our free weekly publication. Each week, you'll get in-depth training content that goes beyond what we cover here on the podcast that'll help you take your training to the next level. That's all for now. Until next time, train hard, train smart, train right.